Hey guys, welcome back to the pod. Um, it's just the two of us today. We're getting back to the basics because we got tired of having guests on. And it's Saturday morning, so we're switching up the I know. It feels day. weird. I kind of like it a lot better, honestly. We usually record Wednesday or thir- like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at like 7.30 and the traffic sucks. To be honest, the traffic sucked today too, surprisingly. But going home is like, you're tired. But I don't know. I, I feel like energized and like it forced me to like kind of look cute in the morning. On Saturday mornings, I'm kind of just like, hey. Yeah, I usually look like a fucking yucky when I wake up Saturday morning. Like a toe, but, but- yeah, no, I kind of like it because it also like doing the podcast on Saturday too separates like the podcast from like your work day and like it just makes it seem. And I feel like, mo- like not motivated. motivated yeah, but I, do. I just feel like I did this. I don't, I don't have to do anything else today. Like this is what but I also, yeah, because I hate when the podcast feels like a chore because it's one of the most fun things that I do in my life. Like it's not like in my whole entire life, but you know what I mean? Like on like a weekly basis, I love like things that have to do with the podcast. So like, I hate when it's like a weeknight and I'm at work and I'm like, fuck, I need to like go home, get ready, go do the podcast. I hate that feeling. Even though once I get here, I'm like happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, anyways, we have a lot to talk about today. We both made some notes because a lot's been on our mind that like sometimes you can't really discuss when you have guests yes. on. First, I want to discuss something. I don't know if you've seen it. There's a viral video on TikTok. And I think Grant... Don't quote me. I don't want to offend anybody, but I think Rant is transitioning into a woman. So I'm going to okay, pull it up and we're going to speak about it because it angered me. And I This have, is controversial I because I've seen other girls talk about I this. I don't care because I'm not going to be scared of my opinion. I want to preface this by saying I respect everybody's decision it, to be a woman, to be a man, if you're gender fluid, if you have... I, I am totally for that. Like, I love that. I love everybody. Her name's Dylan. I don't know if you've seen... Oh, yeah. Okay. And so, she, they're do, he's doing... Oh, sorry. She's doing like... 100 days or day. being girl yeah right and um she's very respectful and and stuff like that but okay let me just play this video i just want to preface by saying that like i re- like i don't judge anybody this just bothered me being a girl because it, i think it was just uncalled for so we'll pull up the video i think i sent it but we'll give it a second um i'll summarize yeah there it is we don't have to play the whole this thing. Is, this is Dylan. Yep. Okay. We won't play the whole thing. It's like a minute long, but we'll play half of it. Just kind of like what? Let's go. Where are they even at? What the? I don't know. Which one should I get? Got the Tampax Pearl. Um, I think these are like little dots to see how much you flow is what somebody said online. I don't know. Let's do an unboxing. Um, like why are you unboxing tampons? Really As if it's like a... Pish. Wait, I haven't okay, seen this. Is this. A tampon? This thing does not go up inside you. Like, where does that go? Oh my God, what the hell? Okay, so it says you push the plunger up and out comes the baby. That just hangs out inside you? How does it, where, how do you get it out? Is that what this thing's for? Oh, oh, it comes open. Oh, oh do you like- I oh, feel a little bit like- drink up? I bought tampons because I've never bought them before. If you need one, love you. Okay. So this is the whole thing. Like, it's hard to get tampons when you're a girl. Um, they're not free, Especially obviously. Especially for lower income people. Yeah, they're obviously not free. They're ex- tampons are expensive. I paid $15 last time I had to get and tampons. And people who have really, I have friends who have extremely horrible periods. Like, TMI, mine's not that bad. So like, like when I have my period, it's not like, whatever. But some people just actually have horrible periods, yeah. really heavy periods. Go to the they hospital. They need tampons. And like, 
People are like, this guy's grabbing a good box of tampons and doing an unboxing haul as if it's like an influencer box. Like, for what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Like, I don't know how to feel. Also, because- second of all, there's more. This this bothered me because it's like there's more to being a girl. I'm sorry if this is controversial, but I don't care. First of all, I can just stop saying that. It's controversial. Fine. But there's more to being a girl than getting your nails done, doing your makeup, dressing up, going out, buying tampons. There's more than being a woman to that. And like, that's what bothered me and a lot of people in the comments where it's like, you don't like, fine, buy your tampons and like learn, learn. But like, you don't get the cramps. You don't get the boob boob pains. You don't get like the growing pains. You don't get the mood swings. You don't get the like mental struggle of when it comes to period. You don't get being a girl in terms of like, being catcalled or you know what I mean? Like there's a lot more to it than being doing your nails, dressing up and being like, I'm going to be a girl for 50 days. And then like, sh- and I'm not trying to hate. I'm not there. Like, I don't know how to feel about this because like, like you said, I respect anybody's decision. He is trans- transitioning and he's like discovering like what it means to be a girl. Fine. But like to put that in that way on social media makes women who are, who are already women kind of feel Okay, this is how I felt. And this is going to be controversial as well. And people might that see this might be like, what the fuck? Okay, who's supposed to stop saying this? I know, but I We're on a podcast. Bad. Okay, I feel violated when he was doing that with the tampon. I felt like, he was like, where's this go? Yeah. No, but like, oh, Fran, like seriously, I was thinking about where it goes. And like physically, <laughs> this is like painting a really bad picture, but physically me doing that, like what? And I don't know. I just felt like, why are you putting that on the internet? Like TMI, it just but think about the first time like you had your period and you had to experience yeah, that Yeah, it's shit. not fun. It it's so not laughable. I remember. Not, okay, be quiet. You talked already. It's not comfortable. Like shut the fuck up. I've been trying to say my thought and you just keep talking. Oh Anyways. Uh, that's where I was going with it. The first time you have your period as a woman, you're not like, ooh, like, let me, like, where does this go? Let me, like, open the flaps of this tampon. Like, no, it's actually scary as fuck. And you're like, what does this mean for me? What is this, like, how do I feel right now? And, like, I, again, com- like, if he is transitioning to a m- woman, and I don't know, like, if he'll eventually have to use pads or tampons, and, like, you're, he's going to have to educate himself on it, obviously. But I just think that the way that he's going about it kind of makes you feel like, I don't know how to explain it other than violating. He didn't violated. sympathize with women at all. Dylan, she's educating other people who want to transition and kind of being grateful. Like, wow, like being a woman means this and, mm-hmm. and this and that. And like, I don't know, it's coming off in a, in a, not that they need to come off in any certain way, but like she's coming off in a way that it's just like grateful and like she feels like where she needs to be. I don't yeah, know how to explain it. It's not just like it. you're it's putting on a like, dress and like you're a girl. Sorry. Yeah, thing. And that's like, and I understand there's cross dressers too. There's all of that. But I just think that a tampon doing that is such an intimate thing. And like, I think it should be normalized to talk about these things, but not in that sort of way. Cause it's kind of like, I don't know. I saw people stitch that video. I haven't seen that video, but like, I've seen people talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, And there's this one girl who's literally saying what we were saying. And she got fucking roasted in her comments. People were like, you're transphobic, you're homophobic. And she's like, I'm not though. I physically know people who cannot afford to buy tampons. So they literally need to free, it's called free bleeding. They need to free bleed through their pants and get embarrassed. And like, they can't afford these things. And he's out here doing, doing this. And it's like, you don't know what that means. Like having a period literally means you're shedding things so that you can like have a baby later down the line. You know what I mean? Or like during your cycle, Yeah. you know? And it's like, I you're not feel talking like, about like, I don't know. Now, sometimes I feel embarrassed, like not now, but like yeah, years I feel ago, I used to be, no, I used to be embarrassed even buying them. Like 
when I first got it or like years ago and like in high school and I was like younger, I used to be embarrassed, like grabbing it and like buying it. And there's boyfriends out there trying to look for tampons for their girl. Like, I don't know. Anyways, I just wanted to talk about that. I never speak about things like this because I'm always scared. But yeah, because I mean, like, okay, I'm sorry. There's people who have a chip on their shoulder about it. I'm sorry. Like you can't openly say your opinion on things like this because you don't like, you don't know what the right thing is to say, but it's also like, I feel a certain way and I want to speak about no, it because I am, like, a, I am woman. a woman. Like yeah. I am that. And I'm going to talk about how it makes me feel as a woman. And I'm not transphobic. I'm not homophobic. I love everybody. I know people who are transgender. I know people who are gay and I love them. So it doesn't make them, they're not who they are because they're gay or, or transgender. You know what I mean? It's just like, that isn't a comment because he's transitioning. It's because of the way he came off. And I just don't think, yeah, I, I didn't agree with that. But anyways, yeah. we'll see what the people have to say about it. I'm sorry if, I don't know. I'm not sorry, actually. Well, anyways, what do you got there? Um. Okay. So angry guy in car. Oh yeah. Um, angry guy. In car. Yeah. I wrote down angry as after this happens, I literally wrote in my notes, angry guy in car, just as an update of the week. Okay. I've been commuting downtown a couple days a week for, uh, for stuff. And I've been driving and I don't think I've ever had a grown man. He wasn't even fucking grown. He was probably like 20. What? Like, yeah, around our age, maybe yell at me so loud in my life. Why? We're going to need to bleep this out. But he was like, I, okay. Cause I didn't know the lane was ending. Right. So I, I stayed in that lane and I was putting my signal on to go into this lane because I didn't know that that lane only turned right. So I was going to this lane, but like my car was sticking out of it. He beeped his horn for like, maybe like 30 seconds when he could have been fucking going around me. Okay. Then he stops in front of me, rolled down his window, goes like this with his hand. He's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. You stupid bitch. Like loud yelling. Like as if he had a, like, he was doing like the gun thing with his hand. And I was like, but loud. And then he called me a C word and st sitting there in his car with his window rolled down. My window was up and I was like, sir, you could be fucking going where you need to go while you've been yelling at me this entire time. Anyways, I, I literally just wrote my, in my notes, angry guy in car. Cause I want to tell that story. Like people are really that miserable. Like really, it was like 8 AM in the morning earlier. It's probably earlier in the so morning than bad that. road rage. Like I have road rage, but not like that. I like, wouldn't do that. I'll like, just like stare at the person. No, but sometimes I'll be like, what the fuck are you? I'll, I'll, I'll like give him the finger, but I won't like, you know. I honestly never say anything. I, I always say, sir. I'm like, sir. <laughs> That's it. No, I know. I kind of feel bad after saying something. It's like, what if they're having a really shitty day? Yeah, that guy was clearly having a shitty day. No, and like he literally yeah. made my day shitty. No, no, no. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel bad yelling at other people. It's like, what if they're having a shitty day? What if they're like, dog just died? You know, you never know. Um. Okay. What? Okay, go. So I'm having an identity crisis at 26 years old. I'm having an identity crisis. Okay, but what? Literally the other day I was sitting and I was like, I'm having an existential crisis. Like, I don't know if this is, okay, this seems like I'm talking to a therapist, but like, this could be like a mental health thing. But like, sometimes I feel like I go through these episodes where I'm having a crisis where I'm like, why am I where I am at this point in my life? And like, I don't recognize all like the achievements and accomplishments I've like done to get to where I am today because I kind of don't care. And I feel like my identity crisis this time around is centered on the theme of like, I failed myself. But how did you fail yourself? I don't know because this is exactly why I think I failed myself is because I was talking to Roman about this. He's like, yeah, but you did this and you, you did that. And like this, he just started naming like achievements. And I was like, but I don't, but I don't care. Like, like that does those things that he's talking about. I'm like, thank you. But like, I kind of don't 
care. I don't know how to explain what I mean. I was just kind of like, they don't make me feel fulfilled. So I, I genuinely feel like I failed myself. Like, what is it that's going to make me feel fulfilled? And like, why do I feel this way? Because I'm tired of waking up in the morning and feeling like a pit in my stomach of like, what is my purpose on this earth? Mm. And that's my identity crisis that I just wanted to share. I don't know if anyone else like goes through those phases where you're like questioning every decision you've made up until the point to where you are today. Like the thing with me is that like, I will be, I just stopped saying like, remember I said, I need to stop saying that. Yeah. You say a lot. Okay. The thing was with me is that I don't like, I don't hate change. And when I make a decision or make a choice to do something, I'm confident in that choice in the moment. And I'm excited to get going on whatever choice or decision that I made is. But then after settling into that decision or that change, I literally start to question everything. And I was thinking recently, is that because I'm tangibly doing X, Y, and Z and making decisions and setting goals in my physical form in my life, but that's really fighting against what my soul and my inner self wants to do in this life. Does that make sense? Or was that like gibberish? Kind of makes sense. Like you have a purpose, right? And I, sometimes I feel like the things that I'm working towards or what I'm doing now isn't fulfilling that purpose. And I'm kind of like, am I failing myself? Because why do I feel this way? Because I'm doing all these things. seems like I'm doing everything right, but I'm not feeling that feeling that I think you should be feeling. <laughs> yeah, but you're like consciously thinking about that. But I'm not, it's, it's genuinely a feeling. I don't think about it. I'm thinking about it now because I'm recognizing the way I've been feeling lately. And I, I, I don't so know. change something about what you're doing. It's not that easy. Like, no, I get that. But like then pinpoint where you're feeling that. Because I have been changing. Like there's been a, dude, come on. There's been so much change in my I don't life. Know, maybe it hasn't months. been the right change. But I'm not just talking about. No, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying life. maybe that, maybe you've, you've been changing and things and it hasn't been the right change. I don't know. I just kind of want to know if anybody else goes through these ups and downs where you feel like, well, what the fuck am I doing with my life or with, and I'm not just, I'm not talking about just career. I'm talking about like deeper than that purpose. What am I actually doing right now? Why am I here? And it goes like really deep. And I know a lot of people don't think this way, but I genuinely sometimes sit there in my car and maybe it's because I've been commuting lately a little bit more than usual. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? You know? Yeah. I've lost I know my purpose in life, kind of. I'm not, I know it, but like I have a feeling of what it is and I've like lost that recently and I've actually gotten like more depressed. Like I'm not even kidding. And like, I, I've been you know in what, a though? depressive rut, not being See? with, this sounds so like, just not being with animals and volunteering. I haven't volunteered in a really long time and I feel like I'm in a rut. And sometimes I wake up in the morning, I don't want to get out of bed. Not just because like I haven't volunteered in a week, but like, just because like, I feel like what you're feeling, it's like, why? Like, what am I doing? Like, what is, and what's you know going what, on? You know what I think it is? I honestly do think it, it might be seasonal depression or just like a depression. I, I don't like saying that because I'm not, I, I've, that's like a clinical term, right? So I don't want to be like, oh, I'm depressed. I don't like loosely using that word because a lot of people loosely use it. And there's people who cl who are clinically depressed and they're like, you're, you're not depressed. But I don't know if that's what it is. Cause it's like, I'm not sad or outwardly could be, sad. Because, like, what are you really doing? Like, what are we doing in the winter? You know, like there's things we could be doing, but it's like, it's more, winter is more of like a slow period where you kind of just go through like what you're doing. And then like summer comes and you're more kind of like excited about things and you feel more like energized in general. The weather sucks. You're kind of stuck. I kind of, I kind of see, I kind of get it. Yeah. I'm in because that. even though good things are happening, and I'm grateful. I still feel this way where I'm just like, oh, I don't I just, like, I don't know how to describe it other than like in the morning, I'm just like, I don't want to. 
that's a, like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I sometimes feel like that way too. Anyways, I want to share that because maybe other people are, are feeling the same way lately. Um, so if anyone's zooming in on my nails, please don't. I'm literally getting Oh, I hope no this. one zooms into my nails every podcast. Oh my God. I have nubs for nails all the time. Um, I want to talk about kind of going off what you're saying, normalizing nine to fives. In oh, a way. I, I made um, notes about this. Because I saw a TikTok where like this girl was like, can we just normalize I not saw having- your, your comments on it. Yeah. Can we just normalize not having an aesthetic life of being an entrepreneur or an influencer and just like also be grateful and normalize having a nine to five and then going home and like being excited to go home and like maybe finding a new hobby after work and like chilling with your dog or your family and then just doing it again like the next day. And then the weekend you have like your free time. And I kind of resonate with that because like I have the podcast, I mean, Sam do, which is pretty entrepreneurial, I guess. Like it's our own thing. It is. But I am not, I don't want to like limit myself and say I'm not an entrepreneur, but I've always just looked at myself as somebody who is just climbing the corporate ladder and kind of like working my way up the corporate ladder. I've always said I wanted to be like top of like a marketing firm, eventually maybe own my own marketing firm, but I want to climb my way up there. And when I say that to people, sometimes they make it seem like I'm not driven. Like I've literally had someone say like, oh, you're not, you're like, you're not very money hungry. And I'm like, who said that? I'm not going to say who I'll tell you in the car after, but it's like, why am I not money hungry? Because I don't want to be an entrepreneur. Like, I don't know. It just, it, before you continue, something that I've learned recently is money is not. And I think this goes back to like the, the, the depressive thing. Money is not going to make you feel better. I've always said that. I have always, always, always said that money does not fuel me. That's just how I am. It definitely can buy some happiness. It definitely, I've definitely motivated by it, but it doesn't fuel me. Like when I see, like, obviously I want to be making, you know, like I, I'm happy with what I make and like, I, I obviously strive for more, but it doesn't fuel me. It doesn't like get me going in the way, I don't know. And then, like some people just think of that as like, you're not driven and you're not motivated to like succeed. Like, yeah, I am. But like, let me do it on my own pace. I don't need to be making 30,000 grand, like 300,000 grand right now doing small businesses, doing Etsy and ChatGPT and freaking all this shit. And it overwhelms me, honestly. And like this girl was like, just normalize having a corporate career and doing things on your own pace. If you want to be an entrepreneur, be it. If you want to climb the corporate ladder, do it. If you want to do all three, do it. And I commented that and I got a lot of likes. And I was like, I'm happy that people feel the same way that I feel. Cause like in this day and age of like being an influencer, going on that freaking Dubai trip for Tarte to like, I was like, people like get, they get. Okay. That, that they Dubai, get, the Dubai. Okay. I have a bunch of thoughts on this. Number one, that Dubai trip that Fran's talking about, you guys all know Alex Earl, the TikTok superstar. Now the next fucking Addison Ray went on a trip to Dubai with Tarte Cosmetics. And because she's just so, her, like a bunch of, yeah, a bunch of influencers. And because she's so super famous and so many people follow her, everyone's like aspiring to do that. How do I get there? That's not normal. That's like not a normal occurrence. Okay. That's like, not saying don't re like reach for the start. Like, obviously, if you want something, go pursue it. It's just like, be happy with what you have right now until you're reaching your goal of where you want to be. Like, just be grateful that you have that nine to five, that you get to go home, be with your family, maybe pick up a new hobby, go to the gym. You have a routine. Like, not everything has to be like making money all the time. Like, I get that some people are not going to relate to this. Some people are like, like, I want to. And like, that's what's going to make me like, you know. It's okay. I don't think it's about money. When it, when it comes to wanting a nine to five and not wanting a nine to five, because some people in nine to fives make a lot more money than influencers yeah. or entrepreneurs. Like 
I've seen, like, I know, trust me, there's Look people lawyers. Like, in nine, not even just lawyers, even in friend in marketing. No, I know. There's I'm people saying, who like, make, just listen. Okay. This is my two thoughts on this. Number one, normal is relative. Like friends, like let's normalize a nine to five. Let's whatever. I'm just playing devil's advocate right now because normal is relative to whoever the person is. And I don't necessarily think it's only about money. Like I want to be an entrepreneur because I want to control how much money I make. And I don't want to ask HR or my boss to give me a $20,000 raise. I understand that, that, there, that there's that part of it, but it's also time freedom. When you're working a nine to five, like, yes, it's scheduled or a 10 to six or an eight to four. It's scheduled. It's every day. It's routine. And some people love that. I love that sometimes, but then there's also people who are like, I don't want to work on somebody else's time. I don't want to sit at a desk from 9am to 5pm every single day, because that means you're at work most of the time. Mm -hmm. Most of your day is sitting at your desk doing work. And if you're not like so fulfilled by that work and actually feel like you love what you do, you're going to feel like you're wasting your life. And that's where I think people in this, in this comment se section too are coming from. And I, I get both, I get both so sides I. of it. Like I, there was someone who said we shouldn't view a nine to five as aspirational since it's so draining. We are due for a revamp of what normal should be without extreme examples. That's true. And I agree with that. Like it, a nine to five could be aspirational for somebody who loves structure, loves routine. And you're getting into a field where you genuinely really love what you do. But for somebody else who likes multiple things that doesn't want to be siloed or niched into one thing for the next 40 years of their life, that might not be what they're aspiring to do. You know what I mean? So like, there's two extremes, right? Like I'm not saying though to pick one or the other. Me, I'm, just I'm, saying, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I know, right now. I know. I'm just saying to like, it's okay to want to work a nine to five for the yeah. rest of your life and grow and climb the corporate ladder. And it's okay to be an entrepreneur. It's okay to be both. Like there shouldn't be a comparison of like what's better, what's going to make you move forward. Like I hear a lot of things that like, if you're stuck in the nine to five, like you're going to get left behind kind of thing. Like you're going to get left behind, which I get it. There's opportunities in like tech or being an influencer in social media that you might get left behind in, but it's like, you can do both. You can do one, just whatever makes you happy. Just And it like, I feel like now just being an influencer is like a trend kind of thing. And people are like wanting to be an influencer so bad, but it's like, why do you really want to, we touched upon it last episode. Like, do you really want to be that? Or like what? Can I just gloat on us for a sec? Sure. I take pride in this podcast because what Fran just said, and I'm not trying to like toot our own horn, but like, so I feel like we don't toot our own horn enough. I feel like we're more hard on ourselves than we are like proud of ourselves because we see other podcasts going from zero to a hundred so quick. And we don't actually take a second to look at where we're at. Like, think about it. You just said you can do both. We literally are doing both. Mm -hmm. We literally both have our quote unquote eight to fours or nine, whatever you, your hours are in fields that we genuinely like right now. And we also do the podcast, which like, if you look around where we are right now, I, I literally used to put like podcast studios like this on my vision board when we were podcasting yeah. in our closet. I used to be like, we're going to have camera. We're like, in the old studio. We're like, oh, I just can't wait to have like TV behind us. And like somebody, not and that like, we're shitting on their old studio, but like- <laughs> I mean, and like a, like a good producer, you know what I mean? Like it's, um, I don't know. Like, what was I saying? Yeah. So we do have both, you know what I mean? And we aren't picking one or the other, which maybe is why like the podcast growth is slower at times. Like if we both quit our jobs and only focused on the podcast, I'm sure it would, it would, 
I don't know. Maybe it would accelerate. Maybe it wouldn't. I don't, I don't really know. But what you're saying is you can do both and just see where both take you. Mm -hmm. Like you only have one life, you know what I mean? So you might as well do it. And that's what I'm trying to say. I don't think like just doing a nine to five, if that's what you want to do your whole life should be the aspiration because there's so much in this life that you can do that it's like sometimes overwhelming. Yes. But I think you should just try it. And that's what we did with the podcast. But even if it's not like money-making thing, like if it's a hobby, if it's, you want to go pick up boxing, you want to go to freaking Italy. My dream is when I turn 26, I am saving my money. 26. So random. Why? Why 26? I don't know. That's just my age. When I turn 26, I'm like saving my money. I'm 23 right now. So I'm going to save like, whatever the money that I'm making from work and like whatever. And I'm going to go live in Italy for six months and not work and freaking chill there. And people might, people might be like, why are you doing that? Like you're lazy. Like you're going to go there and do what? Fucking live my life and chill. That's what I'm going to do. Cause it's not all like, go, 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 go. Like I love Italy. It's simple, easy, slow life there. And like, I want to be in it. So that's my dream. That was random, but that's, we're going to end it there. Wait, what the fuck? What do you mean? Oh, you have more to say about that? Well, Okay. I, I mean, that's it? Like, the podcast is done? No. But oh. I feel like we were kind of ranting about that, you know? Well, I feel a- like people like hearing about this because I think that a lot of people... Like, I could talk about this all fucking day. I'm not joking. Like, this is a lot of what my quote-unquote episode, like, identity crisis has been about. Because, like, sometimes I sit here and I'm like, if I could do this, 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 and this with the podcast and, like... And if I could just, like, move to, like, LA for, like, four months and just, like like network with people and like do this for the, po- like sometimes like I you go can, through that. though. I know, but like, that's what I'm saying is like, there's so much to do in this life. So sometimes you have to like take it slow and be like, what do I really want? And like this, going back to this TikTok, people are like, someone said, no one's career path is necessarily better than another. It all depends what you truly desire. Mm-hmm. And that's true. Like, what do you truly desire? And like, I think we both can't, we both desire the podcast. This is like a shared thing that we both like, you know, when you have like that fire in you. I don't you know that- I agree with that though. Like, I agree with that 100%. But, like, the thing is that makes it tough is that society and people around you don't agree with it. And it makes you feel, I guess, if you don't give a shit what people think. But, like, for me, like, again, I say it all the time. I would go work with animals. Would that make me a lot of money? Absolutely not. Probably not at all. It probably made me, like, 20, 30 grand, which is, like, very little. Which is, like, you can't live off that. You can't live off that. Like, you know, that's not. 19, like, I don't know. No, that's not, like, feasible. If my true self my soul i guess if i wasn't on this earth it'd be like fuck yeah let's go do that for 20 grand but like i know it's not feasible for me and like i already know i'd get backlash from people and it's like i can't really take that but that's why there's plans in place right like i don't not do it because oh my god people are gonna think like whatever no i volunteer that's That's my way of uh, being contributing right but you could always have a plan in place right like you're doing what you're doing now like you said you're saving money you're investing money you're doing whatever the fuck you need to do and then eventually one day you can maybe take that route and and you still have the podcast you still you do you know what i mean and what i was trying to say is that you need that one thing that like lights a fire under your ass that's going to be like, I like, this is going to make it. This is going to go somewhere. And I really love doing this. And for us, I don't want to speak for you. For me, it's the podcast. I'm just yeah, like, too. even if we had one listener a week, like, I don't know. I, I genuinely like doing it and I would keep doing it. And I would keep investing in the podcast. I still get excited when we see like our views on YouTube go up. I'm like, oh my God. Or I'm like, oh my God, we got like one more subscriber. Like, yeah, it just makes me happy. Like we have, it's just weird to think about. It's not a lot. Like actually, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to discredit ourselves, but like, Seeing it grow, it's like, wow, like one person, like one more person, like liked what we were saying or like liked our vibe and just like wants to and chill. Lately, and lately like- people have been like, I don't know. Again, I don't want to hurt with the word, but lately people have 
been DMing us or commenting on our TikToks, genuinely interested in our opinions on things. And I was like, have we made it? Yeah. If people actually want want our opinion on something. And we're not just like talking to talk. I don't know. Anyways, I got off track. What, what else were you going to say? I want to talk a little bit about things I've cut out to save money. Because that's so random. But I want to talk about it because I feel like it can help some people. Let me Maybe, ask nails. <laughs> yes, actually, nails. And to some people, they're going to be like, absolutely fucking not. I love getting my acrylic nails. And they're going to look at me and be like, are you kidding me? Like, this is you're giving advice in your nails like this. <laughs> but I promise you, I'm going to go home and do them. But I want to talk about, because people get hate on press on nails and Sam does. And guys, if you are on a budget or if you just don't, I understand going to salon and getting your nails done is like an experience and it makes you feel good. And like, I still go to salon and have a pedicure done. Like I still go and like, do a mani once in a while, but cutting out acrylic nails out of my life has saved me so much money and time. Like it takes fucking long to go to your acrylic nails. Some, some people love it. They're not going to resonate, but I want to recommend you to go, just go try getting your own nails done or like doing your own nails. Like buy a kit off Amazon and they have like, you have that forever. It lasts or go to Walmart and get yourself kiss press on nails. There's so many styles and they're actually nice. My nails aren't done right now, but they're actually nice. It saved me so much money. That's one thing that I've cut out that saved me money. How about you? What's one thing that you've like stopped doing that's like saved you money? Like um, in the I long run. I feel like run. I'm opposite. Like because we just moved out, I feel like I'm doing everything. No, but like what's a money. habit maybe that you've like cut out? I guess lashes. Like I don't get my oh, lashes lash done extensions anymore. Too, yeah. I used to get lash extensions, but I haven't done them for like a year. I don't know. I just, I, I I also wanted to like, like myself again without lash, ex- like without lashes on. Same. Like I wanted the option to not have lashes on and like myself again, because before when I used to get lashes all the time, I was like, I look like a naked mole rat when I took them off. So I didn't want to feel that like disgust when I looked at them. So now I feel better. And like my lashes grew a lot. Um, I do my nails, but these are my real nails. I don't get acrylic. Like, I don't want to show you them because one of them broke, but like, these are my real nails. <laughs> two of my real nails broke but i yeah. still do them but i do them like every three and a half weeks it's not that expensive because like i do like they're real like mm-hmm. i just put like a, a overlay on them i still do that if there are any like i'm trying to know, think like macho guys that listen to this podcast right now they're gonna be like hey tuning out what macho guys um no i'm just asking well, a question i don't like do my what? hair i genuinely don't do my hair i don't I've, dye it I've i don't never do it. no i dye my hair i don't i you never spend okay friend you save money on your nails but you spend so much money on your hair so only only in the last two months because I went from like brown to black in like two months because I missed my black hair. Oh, wait. I didn't even realize that. When did you even do that? I just literally just noticed that. The, yeah, was the orange or the, the the caramel, whatever it was, gone. Yeah, I went back to black. But th- like these the past like three months I did. Yeah, but Otherwise, you, bangs, I don't, you cut it. Like you did a lot. Yeah, but no, other than that though, I don't go to the salon to like style my hair. I used to. I don't like other people styling my hair unless it's like, I don't know, like it's a wedding or something. And like, I also don't spend money on going to get my makeup done. I've never oh, no. ever in my life went somewhere else to get my makeup done. I am very particular about the way like I do my face. And like, if somebody else does it, don't like. I have like some of my best friends weddings coming up and I'm so excited. Obviously the one thing I'm nervous about and I told them this, so I don't care if they like heard this is getting my makeup done for them. Cause like, obviously when you're in the bridal party, you get your makeup done. And I'm just like, you guys, I hope, like, I need to see the way these people do makeup because, like, I'm so fucking particular that if my eyeliner goes a certain direction, I don't like it. It's game over, but we'll see, I guess. Okay. Now, quick fire before we end off. 
because unfortunately I have a hard stop 1130. But I want to talk about quick fire, one minute each, three things you've learned about yourself or just in general while doing this podcast. I'm going to go with my three. One, you don't wait, wait, always- Wait, 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 what if mine are the same? Okay, if they are, then we'll touch on it quickly. One, don't always have to look perfect all the time. I had an obsession, ask Sam, with looking fucking perfect all the time mm-hmm. on camera and pictures. I would not move my head. Yeah. My head would not move. My dad called her stiff. Oh my God. It was actually embarrassing. I was looking at pictures and I was like, move your fucking hair. Like I would go like this. Should we, should we go like, my dad should, like, no, no. My dad would be like, Fred, I'd be like, yeah. She, she would turn her whole like, body. I wouldn't, she would go like, like yeah. this. I wouldn't be she like, would, she'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, yeah. Like my hair had to be perfect all the time. Don't lie. I've gotten better with that. Like now I can actually move my head and feel like, okay, it's fine. Yeah. Like, didn't you like, also I had a weird, this is like getting kind of personal. I had a weird thing about like needing to look the same on camera or in pictures I did in person. And it's not possible. I'm going to go with I, like, I laugh, I smile, I have facial expressions. And in pictures, it's not like that. Like you're very posed and it's like very deliberate. But when we talked about yesterday too, oh, not yesterday, last episode, you're very deliberate in the way that you take pictures. You know your angles, you know what looks good. And like when I was on camera, I'd be scared that like I'm not pouting or I'm not doing like my face or I'm not like the same angle that I have. So I'm going to look different or like, I don't know. I'm sure I never show my teeth. I like don't show that. Some of mine are the same because I don't, um, when I was younger, I had like really fucked up teeth and now they just scarred me for life. But anyways, so that's one thing. Don't always have to look perfect. We're human. You're going to look different on camera than you do in person. You're going to look different when your hair is curly than when it's straight or when you have no makeup on, like just fucking. Yeah. That. Next, to voice your thoughts, even the ones you think no one cares about because there could be one person that thinks about it and resonates with it and never thought they'd hear it. And then you say it and it's like, oh my God, like someone actually thinks the same way as I do. So again, for example, this tampon thing would have never said that before, but now not going to be afraid. Third, people- that, That was already like five. That's two. That was two, all of that? Don't have to look perfect all the time. Voice your thoughts. And three, people will take advantage of your kindness. So do not be so kind. Oh, okay. That's one of mine. I'm writing that down so I can expand on that. Don't talk so much about that. Me and Sam are too kind to people. We are just so like easygoing. Like, yeah, like whatever you want. Like, Can I touch on this one? Because this is one of mine. This is like a specific topic is coming into mind right now where it's like, I am going to start being a lot more strict and a lot more not bitchy but just stern on the way that i want things done especially when it comes to the podcast and when it comes to like my personal brand or image okay well at the beginning people wanted to help us right and we were so naive but like the podcast is like now turning into a business like it's like profitable business where we are representing us and like this is us so we can't let people that we work with on the podcast whoever it is like or, or want whatever it is walk all over us and be like, do this, do this, do that. And uh, pay me this amount of money and, or this, this, that, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, we can't let that happen anymore. And even in all areas of our life, we're always like wanting to not necessarily people, please, please, people, please, please, but we also want to make sure that like the person on the other end of whatever transaction it is. And I'm not just saying like money transaction, just whatever it is, is happy with us. And like, they think that we're cool. They think that we're chill, whatever. And I was thinking, I'm like, we used to be boss ass bitches. Like this is our business now. We're not going to let people walk all over us. We're not going to let people tell us what direction to go and what to do. And yeah. You know, like something, say it. If we like something, say it. If we want something, change, say it. Like 
I don't like, know. This is ours. Oh my god, I just spit. It's not even like, just for the podcast. I'm just saying myself in general. Like what I've learned about myself. With the podcast. Wait, listen. Like actually think about this for one sec, and then I'll go into mine like really quick because we're almost done. Um, even with the podcast, like we just talked about corporate versus entrepreneurial entrepreneurial right like corporate you legit have to go by the corporate guidelines by your manager's guidelines do what they say we're the ceos of this company like why are we letting other people like walk all over us and tell us that we need to do this this and that pay them this amount of money it's like we decide what we're gonna pay you to help us do our like do you know mm-hmm. what i'm trying to say yeah we're i'm not just, just talking about paying i'm just using that as an example we're just learning that now like we've just kind of like learned that like hey we need to start like kind of just Speaking our minds doesn't make you a bitch and like contracts are key. Okay. That and like, no, just speaking your mind doesn't make you a bitch if you're a woman. Even if you're a man, it doesn't make you a dick. Like, just say no if you want to say no. And there's this respectful way of doing it. Just yeah, do it. Though. Anyways, that was my main three. Okay. My main three. I've realized that we're too kind sometimes. Really quick. I don't always need to say something profound. Like, it's okay to be goofy and not. Yeah, you struggle with that. And it makes me feel like, like I'm a fucking weirdo. Okay. I don't know why you're taking over my thing. Sorry, like, sorry. Like you're projecting the way you feel. I'm not onto projecting. Me. <laughs> Just go. Yeah, you are. Like, I, okay, I, it's go. not my fault. You feel that way. Okay, go ahead. Anyways, like I was saying, I, I think all my life I was like really shy as a kid, and like my inner child is still very shy and timid. My parents used to always describe me as, "Oh, she's shy," or like everyone used to describe me as shy, and everyone used to tell me you need to speak up. Like, uh, I used to have like a speech impediment and lisp and and stuff like that so people used to always like try and help me speak or speak up or don't be so shy and i think now i have a problem with trying to always say something that's gonna sound intelligent or like speak up a little bit or say something that sounds smart because i was always told i was shy and passive and like i need to speak up a bit and the podcast made me realize like people actually laugh at the things i have to say and like i don't need to you know how I always use filler filler words like like and um on here? It's because I feel comfortable, right? But in person, when I'm talking to people, I'm always trying to be clean and crisp and say something that sounds good. And I realized doing this podcast, it doesn't always need to be that way. I can just be myself. And if I'm shy, I'm shy. And if I have something to say, say it. If I don't, I don't. So that's one thing I learned. I don't know how that related to you, but what were you going to say about that? Nothing. Never mind. Keep going. Okay. Uh, number two, uh, kind of like what Fran said is like the whole looking perfect thing. Fran and like everyone told me I had a big forehead all the time. So I was always self-conscious. Yeah, you you always told me I had a big forehead. And so I was always self-conscious about my forehead. But like looking at the camera, I'm like, you know, it's not that bad. It's really not that bad. It means I have a big brain. Okay, so I'm fine with it. And the podcast has made me okay with basically it's made me okay with some of like the physical insecurities I've had. I'm not saying you made me have that physical insecurity. I'm just saying like it's made me like okay with it because everyone has it. And I don't care what people think about how I look. You know what I mean? Um, And number three is... Oh, I literally wrote, be careful who you work with, which we already talked about. Just, yeah, just be careful who you work with. Be respectful, but be um, assertively respectful, I guess. Yeah. And, and even with you work, work with, like even with your friends or family, anybody. Like, just set boundaries and like make sure you know when to say no. If you don't like something, say it. If someone's going to plan something for you, say, I don't want that. Like, I don't know. I'm just learning how to not people please, whether it's professionally or personally. Anyways, thank you for listening. That's all we got for today because Fran needs to go. But that was a mouthful of conversation. Yeah, I feel like I just went to therapy. Great. Cool. Okay, guys. See you guys in the next episode.